Um, the scripture I want to focus on is Philippians 4, 11 and 12. And in the NIV, it says, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And I have a couple of thoughts to share from a book called Fresh Start Devotions by J.L. Wilson. So it's pretty short, but I think that it applies very much to a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in these days. It was my sixth birthday. I felt so special. We had a party with hats, pretty plates, special punch, and a great big birthday cake. All my friends came, and that was good. All my friends came with presents, and that was better. I made my wish, blew out the candles, and smiled. I felt invincible on August 27, 1965, like everything would always go my way. Well, roll forward a little bit. I was not quite 13. We lived on the plains of West Texas, where the wind howled, rattlesnakes slithered, and everyone worked hard. One afternoon, I was helping a farmer move his equipment from one section of land to another. He drove the tractor. I drove his big red new Chevrolet truck. I put my foot on the accelerator trying to catch up to him. The wheels turned sharply when the front end hit a sandbar in the middle of the dirt road. The pickup went from one side to the other to the other, and finally, I lost control. It crashed into the bar ditch through a barbed wire fence into a nearby field. The impact thrust me forward through the windshield, leaving me bleeding, dirty, and disoriented. I didn't feel invincible. Most days, I'm not the birthday boy. People don't bring presents, and there are no candles to blow out. Neither do I go crashing through the windshield of the boss's pickup. Today is somewhere in between those experiences. Not everything will go right, but neither will everything go wrong. We are not better because of the sum of our good experiences, nor are we worse because of our negative ones. Life is full of both. How we handle prosperity and adversity shows everyone who we really are. Our attitude determines our happiness. Another scripture that kind of caps this is 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Um, and God is able to make all grace abound in you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. There's also, as I was preparing for today, last night, many times I was awakened with a song on my lips, a song in my heart, in my, my mind, and it just fit with this. And you're probably familiar with it, and I'm not going to sing the whole thing, but I believe that 
worship and devotion and quiet times also includes sing, singing. So if you know it, you can sing along with me, but I'm just going to sing one verse in the chorus of Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, because I do think that it was really speaking to this devotional that God laid on my heart. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's a light for a look at the Savior, a life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I also was given as a Christmas gift a couple of years ago, a wonderful book that has enhanced my prayer life. It's called Every Moment Holy. It's by Douglas Kane McElvey. And uh, it, it's really quite amazing all that he has put into this book. But what caught my eye was what he called a liturgy for those flooded by too much information. And I think that that really speaks to what we go through today, especially in this atmosphere. And uh, I think we can take some strength from it and... Uh, I would like to read it. In a world so wired and interconnected, our anxious hearts are pummeled by an endless barrage of troubling news. We are daily aware of more grief, O Lord, than we can rightly consider, of more suffering and scandal than we can respond to, of more hostility, hatred, horror, and injustice that we can engage with compassion. But you, O oh Jesus, are not disquieted by such news of cruelty and terror and war. You are neither anxious nor overwhelmed. You carried the full weight of the suffering of a broken world when you hung upon the cross, and you carry it still. When the cacophony of universe distress unsettles us, remind us that we are but small and finite creatures, never designed to carry the vast abstractions of great burdens, for our arms are too short and our strength is too small. Justice and mercy, healing and redemption are your great labors. And yes, it is your good pleasure to accomplish such works through your people, but you have never asked any one of us to undertake more than your grace would enable us to fulfill. Guard us then from shutting down our empathy or walling off our hearts because of the glut of unactionable misery that floods our awareness. You have many children in many places around this globe. Move each of our hearts to compassionately respond to those needs 
that intersect our actual lives, that in all places your body might be actively addressing the pain and brokenness of this world. Each of us liberated and empowered by your spirit to fulfill the small part of your redemptive work assigned to us. Give us discernment in the face of troubling news reports. Give, give us discernment to know when to pray, when to speak out, when to act, and when to si simply shut off our screens and our devices and to sit quietly in your presence. Casting the burdens of this world upon the strong shoulders of the one who alone is able to bear them up. Amen. Some questions came to mind to contemplate as we think about this devotion and, and go forward in our day. There's a lot of speculation about the direction of the United States due to the contested election we just participated in. How does this atmosphere affect your daily outlook? Something to contemplate. In the midst of controversy, whether on the national level, the local level, or even at your personal daily level, do you feel the same as Paul when he said, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation? And if not, what, if any, changes will you make so that you can be content whatever the circumstances? Amen. <laughs>